0: From the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is, who's, got who's got next? Who's got next with Wish TV's Charlie Clifford? Woo! Now, here's Charlie Clifford.
1: The madness is here. Are you ready? Indiana's going to Portland, Oregon. A win over Wyoming and Dayton and the Hoosiers leave after the game, arrive in Portland right around 2, 3 a.m. local time. And later today, we'll have practice and availability to talk about how they're going to try to get past St. Mary's. That is our conversation today on Who's Got Next. What is this St. Mary's team made of? Can IU steal two wins? and move on out West, despite, for my money, what is the worst draw in the bracket? Hey, you're in, go to Dayton, get on a plane, fly to St. Mary's, who just had eight days off and has to travel an hour and 40 minutes north to a city they play in every year in the West Coast Conference. Regardless, you're in. I know IU fans just wanted to play in this thing. We're going to talk to Alex Jansen today. He's the play-by-play voice of the St. Mary's Gales, who are putting together one of their finest seasons in program history. Five seed in the tournament, best seed in program history. Beat Gonzaga in late February. Zags were number one at the time. St. Mary's was unbeaten at home. Have four scores in double figures. Nobody averages more than 12 and a half per game. It is a team Randy Bennett has. And for the man who's been in charge of this program for 21 years, who brought it from completely off the map to one of the top non-Power 5 programs in the country, it's a pretty darn good story. And they now wait for the Hoosiers, definitely with the advantage in terms of legs and rest. But that doesn't always matter. We're going to find out. We're going to get Alex's thoughts, a full breakdown on this matchup. As we say, there are stories to tell. My only question for you is who's got next.
0: As you write your life story, you're far
1: from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued Alex Jensen joins us now, voice of the Gale, St. Mary's in the middle of its best season in program history, essentially. Alex, thank you for doing this on short notice. Give me a sense of just the travel for the team. The big chatter in the Hoosier State is just went on this nice run in the Big Ten tournament. Now you have to go to Dayton, beat <laughs> Wyoming, fly across the country wake up in the middle of the afternoon, get to practice, and then get ready for a Gales team that just beat Gonzaga, the number one team in the country, less than a month ago.
0: Yeah, Charlie, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, You know, I think it was, uh, for me anyway, I was expecting a six, um, just because, you know, I, I thought that the Gales resume, you know, really deserve what they ended up getting, but we've been used to heartbreak in Moraga before. It's a long <laughs> story, of course, uh, but, you know, the, the Gales have been snubbed plenty of times before. But, you know, this year the West Coast Conference was probably the best it's ever been, and I thought, you know, the Gales getting a five seed and getting the chance to just go to Portland, which is about an hour and a half flight away, we're here in the Bay Area, um, was, uh, was a validation of probably their best regular season in history and beating number one Gonzaga, and also the West Coast Conference being... Uh, the best it's ever been, you know. I mean, six six postseason teams out of the ten in the West Coast Conference. You know, uh, five going to the either the NCAA or the NIT. Wow. Um, so I, you know, I, I really thought that the 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 Gail seeding and the draw they got, being a five, staying on the West Coast, was a validation of that.
1: No, congrats to Coach Bennett. We know that name. We know the face. Obviously, it's kind of looked at as okay, you know, the constant runner up to Gonzaga, but just One month ago, as I mentioned earlier, you guys wrap up a perfect record on your home floor with a 10-point win over the Zags. What's different about this group, Alex?
0: They're old. They're experienced. They're really tough. Um, you know, I joking with our coaching staff, you know, whoever we, but, you know, before the selection show, whoever we get in the tournament is going to look up across the floor and probably go, these guys really, <laughs> um, but it's a team that's just, it, it, it's hard to measure. They're just, they're greater than the sum of their parts. Yeah. They have really good defensive numbers. First of all, I think that's the thing, you know, if you look at their Ken Palm page, that's kind of what jumps off the page at, you know, they're a top 10 defense Uh, number nine, in fact, in Ken Palm. And I think as the year has gone on, they've gotten better on the offensive side of the ball. It's a team that really went through the meat grinder last year. Uh, They had a key injury to Alex Dukas, who's their starting three man who really helps space the floor. Um, But I think they gained a toughness during last year when they went four and six in the WCC and 14 and 11 overall during that pandemic during, uh, excuse me, that pandemic year. Sure. Uh, and that toughness combined with their experience as a group, I mean, there's a group that's been together for three years. Um, th- so that toughness and their experience, you know, their experience as a group is what makes them really tough to deal with. I mean, I, I, I don't envy any team. And, and when you get to the NCAA tournament, any team is good,
1: right. but this
0: team especially just makes it so hard to execute what you want to do offensively. And as I mentioned, they're tough, they're just not going to go away. And, you know, you mentioned, finishing as the runner-up most of the time to Gonzaga. Uh, it, it, it's amazing to see what Gonzaga has become out of the West Coast Conference. I mean, they are, they are legit blue blood now. You know, right. I mean, they're, they're no the doubt. number one overall seed in the tournament. Um, and I think uh, what Gonzaga has done has had a trickle-down effect to the West, rest of the West Coast Conference, and it's helped get St. Mary's to where it is today.
1: Now, we've seen Coach Bennett, I think about a decade ago, Sweet 16 run, I'm sure, that's the hope on your end internally. Hey, this is a team, as you mentioned, that's built for March. Trace Jackson Davis has been the engine that's made IU go here down the stretch. Who can defend him and potentially limit him to force IU gu- IU's guards to have to make sh- some shots, which that's been a pretty good recipe for opposing teams if you can take away the big fella down low for the Hoosiers.
0: Well, yeah, I think when you look at uh, you know, matchups for the Gales defensively. They're really good at the four and five positions. Uh, their five man is a, a, a senior named Matthias Toss, who's, you know, I mean, he's gone up against Drew Timmy now five times in the last six times, rather in the last two years. Yeah. Uh, and I know every, every guy is, is a different, you know, different animal, but the last two games, the Gales have really limited Gonzaga's front court of Chet Holmgren and Drew Timmy. So you've got Kyle Bowen before and, and, um, and Matthias Toss of the five. And it's a really good combination. You know, they're both smart. Uh, Matthias Toss is a little bit more physical. Uh, you know, they're both physical. Actually, Kyle bone has a little bit of length. It's, it's a really good defensive tandem. Uh, so I think when the Gales go into a game, you know, I think they feel comfortable about those two spots on the floor from, from a, from the uh, defensive perspective, the other spot where they feel that way is is, that, is at the guard with one of, you know, one of their guards were with Logan Johnson, who's actually a transfer from Cincinnati. Um, I mean, he's been, this is his third year in the Gale program, but I, you know, it, it, if if we do get this matchup, St. Mary's in Indiana, you know, Trace Jackson Davison. I was just looking at his numbers last night. You know, I mean, fifty nine percent from the floor doesn't look like he's going to take a whole lot of threes, but no. he shot two hundred five free throws this season, uh, and obviously, you know, averaging eighteen and eight. I think that's going to be a phenomenal matchup with he and 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 I haven't you know seen there seen much Indiana film, but it sounds like he's a he's a low post player, so. I would imagine that, you know, it would be Matthias Tass, who's the Gales' five-man in that matchup. And based on, you know, the success that Tass has had against Drew Timmy in their last two matchups with Gonzaga, I think that would be a phenomenal matchup and one that, you know, you really love to see uh, when it comes down to March.
1: What's Toss's story for Hoosier fans' 6'10 senior from Estonia? How has he developed into top scorer and rebounder for Coach Bennett?
0: He's gotten a lot better as – has this entire team? You know, when he was a freshman and uh, St. Mary's beat Gonzaga, who was number one in the country at the time in 2019 in the West Coast Conference championship game, right. that was a team with Rui Hachimura and Brandon Clark and Josh Perkins and Corey Kispert, uh, among others. You know, Matthias Toss is a big reason why because he can he was able to switch onto guards uh, in, in ball screens and, like I said, he's he's physical and he's smart in the post. Now he was a freshman coming off the bench then fast forward to his sophomore year and he tears his ACL just before conference play. So I think last year he was still kind of getting back from that that knee injury. Sure. This year he's fully back and he's become a scorer, um, you know, a much better scorer, a better rebounder. I think the defense has always been there. He's not a shot blocker, you know, he's not an exceptional rebounder, uh, but like I said, he's he's smart. He's kind of the quarterback of his team from from underneath the basket. And then what the Gales have there too is a capable backup five in Mitchell Saxon, who's a little bit different. He's 6'10". He's a sophomore out of Seattle, but he's more of the shot blocker, the rebounder, the length, the, you know, the big shoulders. Um, so I think the Gales have a pretty good tandem there. But as far as Toss goes, he's all the way back from that ACL injury now. And like I said, he's, he's one of a, com- a committee of leaders on his team. And again, he kind of quarterbacks this club because his basketball IQ is so high. Uh, on both the offensive and defensive side of the floor. And, you know, on the offensive side of the floor, you know, you'll see them play through the post a lot. Uh, okay. You know, he's a really good passer and he averages almost, uh, you know, two or over two assists per game, uh, you know, from basically the paint area. So it's 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 an interesting dynamic. And again, you know, I think that matchup will be one to watch if we do get Indiana and St. Mary's.
1: Sure. Let's get into just the schedule here quickly that you've already run through. Beat Notre Dame and Oregon back-to-back days in November. We mentioned the upset against Gonzaga. What were your takeaways, though, from the Wisconsin matchup? Because we look at you know, a potential Big Ten foe. Wisconsin has Johnny Davis and more skilled guys on the wing. But what did you leave from that Wisconsin yeah. game? Because it looked like you played them really tough.
0: That was a meat grinder of a game, man. I yeah. mean, when St. Mary's this is the second time, in the last, yeah, I'm sure you, you guys know out there, right. Playing right. Wisconsin is never a day at the beach. Right. No. But I think we you look at Wisconsin and for St. Mary's, it's a little bit like looking in a mirror just in terms of style of play, physicality, uh, you know, uh, just defensive ability, you know, playing as a team, right. Those two programs are very similar. The Gales don't have a Johnny Davis, you know, but uh, that game was actually in the finals of the Maui invitation and, uh, and the Gales were up by 10, about three or four minutes into the second half. And, uh, then, you know, as they would have probably the first half of the season, long scoring drought, about five or six minutes. Yeah. Tyler wall was huge in that game for Wisconsin. A lot of hustle plays. Uh, you know, Johnny Davis was fantastic down the stretch, although Logan Johnson was able to limit him to kind of more of a volume day. I don't remember the exact numbers. Um, but, you know, the, that was a game of the Gales early in the second half. It looked like they were well on their way to winning. I mean, up by, again, up by 10, but credit Wisconsin, you know, I mean, like I said, these two teams are very similar, and it was the Gales that had a scoring drought, you know, from about the eight-minute mark to about the three-minute mark in the second half. Still had a chance to win down the stretch, but, again, I mean, if, if you're looking for a comparison stylistically in the Big Ten, I mean, Wisconsin, no doubt, is it the st These the, Those two, they just go about – what they do in very similar ways, especially in terms of physicality and on the defensive end of the floor.
1: No, it's a great blueprint as we've seen with the Badgers that normally gets you to March and creates right. really tough matchups for teams on short and, notice.
0: And uh, Charlie, I didn't, I did mention this yeah. tempo. Those two teams are also very similar yes. in tempo. They both want to play in the half court and, and make you guard for 20, 30 seconds.
1: No, I, it's a heck of a concoction. And that's going to be a fun matchup, too. The Logan Johnson against Xavier Johnson, IU's point guard. Yes. Who's really come on in the last month. You know, outside of the last month, there were some serious questions. Is he doing more harm than good? And he's just evolved into a really steady, consistent scoring and assist man. So, interested to see Johnson and Johnson go to work in Portland. Fi- <laughs> final question, Alex. You mentioned it, top seed. You only got an hour and a half flight straight north from the Bay Area to Portland, do you expect to see a ton of Gales fans showing
0: up on Thursday night? You know, I think, first of all, it's not a huge fan base. I mean, yeah. you know, the University Credit Union Pavilion, where the Gales play, holds only 3,500. You know, that, that helps create a, a pretty big uh, uh, home court advantage as you saw when the Gales beat Gonzaga. Oh, it's, it's, it's incredible. really loud in there. Yeah,
1: on the bucket Zaga, list It's really loud
0: in there. there. Yeah, you got to come out, man. We would love to roll out the red carpet for you. Um, <laughs> I'm but, serious. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm serious too. Please do come out. We would love to have you uh, and any Hoosier fans that want to come out to uh, to Moraga. I mean, seeing a St. Mary's Gonzaga game in Moraga is yes, it's it's really something special. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's not a, a huge fan base. I mean, they they've traveled pretty well, especially on the West Coast. There was really good contingent at the Maui Invitational, which unfortunately for me, Charlie was ended up playing in Las Vegas. Right. Um, and so, you know, I think the fact that there's a, there was a draw on the West coast, there's a lot of momentum behind this team. Their crowd selection Sunday was awesome. Um, you know, in, in university credit union pavilion. So, you know, I mean, while it's not a, a huge fan base, I think that there will be a, a boisterous, um, uh, enthusiastic group there, you know, when the Gales went to this sixteen and 2010 their first round first and second rounds were Providence and there was a good contingent there uh you know so I think when this when this fan base has kind of had a chance to get out and there's there's some momentum behind this club especially I think you're going to see a, a pretty good following in Portland excellent especially because it's a west coast conference city
1: right yeah no you guys have, <laughs> have the advantage in terms of rest in terms of travel in terms of knowing your surroundings a little bit we'll see if that comes into play at all early on Thursday night, but Alex can't thank you enough. Congrats on a great decade out with St. Mary's and all the best this March, right?
0: Yeah, Charlie, thanks for having me on man. And, uh, I'm not kidding, man. When you when you want to come out to Moraga, just let me know.
1: Hey, it's it's on the it's on the <laughs> list. I appreciate it. No, th- thanks again. Yeah, there you go. Hope to see you here shortly. All right, thanks a lot, Charlie. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, joining you from Portland, we are with IU all the way. Good travels out west. Got a little more sleep than the Hoosiers did heading into this Thursday game. How are you feeling about it? Get on Twitter with us, at CliffWish8. We'll see you on Facebook Live throughout the week. And, of course, our half-hour March Madness special. Later this afternoon, later this evening, I should say. 6.30 to 7, live on Wish TV. Coverage in Indy, in Milwaukee with Purdue, and out west with Mike Woodson's crew who has changed the chatter around this program in just over a week. Trace Jackson Davis and Xavier Johnson have been so fun. Why stop it now? Let's keep this thing rolling. These good people waited six years for a little madness. Make a run. Thanks for hopping on today. Thanks to Alex Jensen. Great to meet him. And bravo to a St. Mary's program that continues to get better. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. One Aussie on this team for the last 20 years. Patty Mills, Matthew Delvadova, two names you recognize from the NBA. It's a really well-run operation, as you can tell. Enjoy the game,
0: and we'll see you tonight on Wish. Check out more podcasts from the All Indiana Podcast Network now Now. at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.